How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? And boom goes the dynamite. I don't know what we're yelling about! I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Episode 14 of the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter and news from just about every sport in the state of Idaho. We will discuss football, boys basketball, girls basketball, and wrestling all here today on this PrepCast. My name is Sven Elscott. Glad you could join us here today. Again, 14 episodes. Again, thanks to Project Filter for all their support in making this possible. And we're going to start a little bit different and out of season, talking football here at the beginning of this PrepCast. And, well, the reason for that is that Eagle head football coach Paul Peterson has resigned after 14 seasons on the sideline for the Mustangs, led them to 12 straight playoff appearances, which of course was highlighted by a state championship back in 2009. Really just a phenomenal job that Peterson's done there. And, uh, you know, his legacy will stick around for a while. And you might even see an in-house hire come out of this as it's a guy that's trained a lot of coaches and he's he's had so many good quality coaches on that staff and you can really see that they've gotten the most out of the talent over the years and uh, you know coach Pete brought him 12 straight playoff appearances 13 winning seasons on the sideline he mentioned that championship in 2009 really just everything that you can want your program to look like Eagle has looked like over the years and it makes it one of the more interesting openings that we've already heard about so far in the state there's now two openings within the West Ada School District as Mike Verdon is also resigned after one year at Meridian in total right now us at IdahoSports.com have tracked five openings in the state of Idaho Jake Monahan is out at Shelley Charlie Shepard has stepped away at Salmon River, and Bob Johnson, uh, a job posting has been posted there for Tri-Valley. The Titans will have a new head football coach heading into next year. It'll be interesting to see just a lot of good openings there as far as programs that have had success in recent memory and then really over the years as well. So if you're a head coach right now or a head coaching candidate, you're looking at the job market and you're saying, boy, you know, Salmon River, Tri-Valley, Shelley, Meridian, Eagle, uh, none of these are really perennial doormats by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, most of them have played in a state championship in the last five years. So just a lot of really quality job openings so far for high school football. We'll keep up with that as we move forward here and check back in editorial content on the IdahoSports.com homepage and kind of see what we're looking at as far as head football coaching positions and uh, other news, including where kids are signing and where they're going to be playing their next step of football. Well, we know that Gooding basketball star Lakin Wolf, she signed with the College of Idaho to participate in track next year. If you have commitment news, you can either tag at Idaho Sports on Twitter or email Sven at IdahoSports.com. Well, we mentioned we're going to jump all around here today on this prep cast. And, well, we've already talked football. We've talked track. Well, we're even going to talk about our broadcast crews here. Real Dairy Shootout broadcast crews have been announced for us at IdahoSports.com. And as we have done for the past couple of years, all 132 games will be audio streamed live and free. We're excited to also be introducing live stats during our championship game coverage for both the boys and girls tournaments. This will be an integrated stats experience that you can follow while listening to the game wherever you may be. Last year, 432,780 listeners kept track of the action during state basketball 
on IdahoSports.com. We look forward to seeing what this year brings as well. Just an absolute ton of fun that we have doing that. If you want to check out our coverage and see where everybody's going to be, you can click that article on the homepage. We mentioned, of course, the stats that we're going to be bringing in this year to go along with the live play-by-play of the audio broadcast. Well, as always, we also have a talented team of action photographers that are going to be all over the Treasure Valley once again to capture the memorable moments as they happen. Each of their photos will be posted on IdahoSportsPhotos.com after the conclusion of the tournament for purchase, and we will announce which of our photographers will be where at a later date. And perhaps one of the most exciting things that we do each year, and this really kind of flies under the radar, but we've had just absolutely phenomenal guys step up and take the charge of our social media during state tournaments. Kind of the one-stop shop for where you're going to get all your information on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Started with Will Henneke a couple years ago. We had David Bayshore do it, Aaron McCree the last couple of years. This year, we've got a guy that lives and breathes basketball. Alec Pope is going to handle the social media accounts during both tournaments. So give us a like or follow on any of those. And uh, then you can also check up uh, on the site updated brackets throughout the day. Paul Kingsbury updates those throughout the tournament. As we mentioned, you know, IdahoSports.com, we try to be tournament central and provide you with everything that you need to follow along. Uh, Whether you're at the site, whether you're not at the site, it really doesn't matter as you're going to want to check out the updated brackets anyways. So again, check us out, IdahoSports.com, for all of that information. Well, speaking of basketball, most recent polls have come out, and here is the information on how things are sitting this week. As we take a look first at the girls. In the 5A classification, Mountain View has all nine of the first place votes as they sit in first again. They've really just sat there all season. Lake City is second, Timberline third, Eagle fourth, and Boise fifth. Rigby received a couple of votes in the media poll. In the 4A classification, Century with nine first-place votes. So a couple of unanimous decisions by the media here as far as who they think are the top teams in 5A and 4A. Also see that at 2A, 1A, D1 as well. So some unanimous selections. Bonneville is second, Middleton third, Bishop Kelly fourth, and Blackfoot fifth. Bonneville and Blackfoot, an interesting game coming up on the 24th, I believe, no, 22nd of January. That one's going to take place in Blackfoot. That'll be our East Idaho game night broadcast. Be a ton of fun when they get together. Others receiving votes, Caldwell 4, Mountain Home 4, and Minico 3. In the 3A classification, Timberlake at 12-2 and as of the voting period last week is sitting at first. They've got six first-place votes. Parma is in second with two first-place votes. Sugar Salem received the other vote for first place there in third. Bonners Ferry fourth, and a tie for fifth between Gooding and Teton. Snake River received four votes. Again, this is the girls' basketball media poll results from last week that we're rolling through right now. Soda Springs mentioned the unanimous. There's some teams that are definitely clear favorites at this point in the season. I think as we move forward, It'll either create a state tournament where everything goes exactly as we planned, or it'll create a state tournament where it's the exact other end of the spectrum, and we're sitting there like, oh my word, look at all these upsets. As in 2A, Soda Springs, they are reeling off a win streak in the 30s right now. Nine first place votes ranked first in the media poll. Melba is second, Ryrie third. Bulldogs have played well the last couple of weeks. Coal Valley Christian and West Jefferson We're tied for fourth. Others receiving votes. Firth, 
Grangeville, they both had two, and Malad with one. In the 1A Division I ranks, Prairie, all the first place votes, 12-0 and 0 as of the media poll voting. Shoshone was in second, they're 14-1. Lapway in third, Rimrock in fourth, and Troy in fifth. Riverstone and Genesee receive votes. In the 1A D2 media poll, this is something that could look a little bit different next week as Shoban was defeated by Rockland since this poll came out. The Chiefs were in first with eight first place votes, Carey in second, Genesis Prep in third despite a sub-500 record, Kendrick in fourth, Rockland in fifth, the others that received votes, Dietrich, Salmon River, Hagerman, and Nez Perce. On the boys' basketball side of the January 8th media poll records as of January the 7th, Rocky Mountain moved into first place. They moved all the way up from third as they get six of the first place votes this week. Madison in second with three of the first place votes at 10-2. and two. Rigby sits in third. That's going to be a big matchup when they square off for the second time. Madison and Rigby, that takes place on January 30th. And of course, it's a game that you can watch here live and free on IdahoSports.com. Bora in fourth, and Coeur d'Alene out of the 5A IEL is in fifth. Post Falls received three points as far as votes go. In the 4A ranks, there is a lot of parity, and you can see this in the votes, as there was a three-way tie for fifth between CUNA, Columbia, and Idaho Falls. Moscow also received a vote. Minico was first with four first-place votes, and despite Preston getting five first-place votes, you don't see that very often. Twin Falls dropped all the way down to third after a loss to Minico. Century is in fourth after a big win against Twin Falls. In the 3A classification, Parma was in first with seven first-place votes, Fruitland the defending state champions in second with two, Snake River in third, Kimberly in fourth, and Sugar Salem in fifth, Weezer and Teton both received a vote. Of course, Weezer with a big victory against Parma. They came out and they struggled in the second half against Fruitland. Kept it close at the half. I believe the score was 22-17. to 17. That's a Weezer team that not many people want to play just because of the style that they go out there and implore. It's a defensive-minded team under Coach Brad Adolphson. They share the ball well on the offensive end. If they can hit shots, they will cause a lot of havoc in the district tournament and potentially if they can make it to state as well. In the 2A ranks, Ryrie in first. They move up and replace Bear Lake at the top spot with six first-place votes. That was the state championship matchup last year. Bear Lake drops to second with three first-place votes. Grangeville remains in third, North Fremont in fourth, and Marsing moves into the top five at the five spot. Declo, St. Mary's, Melba, and Coal Valley Christian each receive votes. In 1AD1, this is another classification that has a ton of parity and is going to be as fun as any to follow. Lapway in first with six first-place votes. Wallace, three first-place votes. They're in second. And uh, our guys at IdahoSports.com are firm believers in the Wallace Miners. As I can tell you for a fact, Paul Kingsbury and Matt Harris have the Wallace Miners as the top-ranked team in the 1AD1 classification. Uh, undefeated to this point. Eric Brackabush having a big season for him. Multiple guys are actually out with injury for the Miners. So when they get everybody back, if they do at any point this year, boy, watch out for them as they've only got five or six guys going through the rotation. And really, despite it, they've been strong. The Prairie Pirates and the Valley Vikings are tied to third, Chalice in fifth. In the 1AD2 classification, Lighthouse Christian received all the votes, all nine of them. Salmon River 
is tied for second with Mackey. Again, Lighthouse Christian in first. They received all the first place votes. Genesis Prep in fourth and North Jam in fifth. Others that receive votes, Garden Valley with 13, Horseshoe Bend with 7, and Water Springs with 1. Well, you know, some of the notables from last week, we just talked about, you know, the media poll. Uh, we announced our Idaho Sports Real Dairy Shootout broadcast crews. Uh, we mentioned some of the commitments, Lake and Wolf signing with the College of Idaho to run, and then the coaching changes. But other news from last week, legendary wrestling coach Raleigh Lane, he passed away at the age of 77. According to Brandon Walton of the Idaho Press, the Hall of Fame coach spent 28 years coaching in Colorado, New Mexico, and Idaho. He won three state titles at Nampa in 1979, 1980, and 1988. The annual Raleigh Lane Tournament was named after him, and he attended every one until this year, shaking the hands of each finalist in the championship parade. Just a, a fantastic gentleman. He made a big impact on wrestling here in Idaho. You'll continue to see the legacy live on with the annual Raleigh Lane Tournament over there at the Ford Idaho Center. Just a phenomenal event that they put on, and uh, just an outstanding life. He impacted uh, many people in a big way, and that's really what it's all about as far as a coach. So our condolences are with his family and uh, Raleigh Lane passing away at the age of 77. Well, when we come back on the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter, we'll talk about Idaho high school sports coming up this week. Some really good games on the schedule for boys and girls basketball, and we'll also touch on wrestling coming up this week. That's coming up next, the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter. Hey, it's winter, which means you can sit around and wait for spring or get a new Toyota 4 or all-wheel drive and get out and go. No matter if it's skiing, tubing, breaking out the snowmobiles, a great road trip, or just a drive across town, with a Toyota 4 or all-wheel drive, it's sure to be easier. Need more? How about great limited-time savings on your favorite Toyota 4 or all-wheel drive model? It's time to get out and go. Your adventure starts at your local Toyota dealer. Toyota, let's go places. My name's Jerry, and I smoked for 30-plus years. I was elk hunting. My left arm and my left leg started tingling on me. I nearly died, and it was enough to wake me up. You know, being on the top side of the grass is a good alternative to smoking. I still hunt, and now it's getting time where the grandkids are going to start going, and I want to be there for that. Call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit projectfilter.org. Don't worry, honey. You know how the media sensationalizes everything. Okay, that does it. Squeegers and gang home. You play to win the game. I thought that would be big news. You thought what would be big news? Back out of the break here on the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter. As we alluded to prior to break, going to come back and talk about what's coming up this week in Idaho high school sports and then later We'll tell you the performances of the week for boys and girls basketball. But first, it's time to talk wrestling as the Tiger Grizz Wrestling Tournament is coming up on Friday, January the 18th through Saturday, January the 19th. 33 teams from Idaho, Utah, Wyoming, and Nevada attend the event. The varsity competition will take place at Skyline High School, and the JV event is slated for Idaho Falls High School. Passes for the entire tournament range from $8 for students and seniors to $15 for adults or students without an activities card. More information is on the IdahoSports.com homepage. As last year, Sugar Salem came all the way up from the 3A ranks 
to win that. Just a lot of fun as the varsity matches there at Skyline, they actually lay out 10 different mats on the floor. So if you're going and you're one of those people that just likes to watch a whole bunch of activity at once, well, there you go. It's at the Tiger Grizz there in Skyline at Idaho Falls coming up this week. So lots of fun. Tickets are going to go on sale Friday, January the 18th, starting at 2 through the championship rounds on Saturday. Again, full information is on our website. So lots of wrestling fun coming up. We'll keep track of what happens at state. That's right in between girls and boys basketball. But in the meantime, we'll tell you about boys basketball that's coming up this week. Big one on Tuesday night. Columbia is at Middleton, where the Wildcats 6-1 and one in 4A SIC play look to keep hold of their first-place positioning against the Vikings, who are 5-2 and two in SIC play and tied with Nampa, Cuna, and Valley View for second. This game will be broadcast live and free on IdahoSports.com with Paul Kingsbury on the call. And I tell you what, just as far as athletes go, you're going to see some of the better ones in Idaho basketball, let alone whatever classification it is. Tyler Robinette for the Middleton Vikings, such a good inside-out presence. And when you combine him with guard Mebelar, it's just been very difficult for anybody to slow down the Middleton Vikings. And that's why you see a strong record in conference. They had some good non-conference wins as well. I like Middleton this year, but Columbia may very well have one of the best players in the state, and that's Jake Poulton, a guy that can really score it and uh, he can do it from anywhere on the floor. Driver, shooter, uh, forcing turnovers, getting out of the open floor. That will be a really good game on Tuesday night from Middleton. Columbia at Middleton, 7.30 is the scheduled tip time on Tuesday night. On Wednesday night, the Century Boys host Highland. That's a non-conference rivalry game inside the Snake Pit. The Rams have won nine in a row against the Diamondbacks with the last Century win coming on January the 4th of 2014 that was by a final of 62 to 56 at Highland also on Wednesday night Preston plays host to Minico in a battle of the top two teams in the Great Basin 10 standings Minico is currently 12 and 1 6 and 0 in conference play and Preston is 14 and 1 and 6 and 1 in conference play back to that Century Highland game though it doesn't seem very often that Century is able in the boys' basketball and football end of things to get over the hump and defeat Highland. But, boy, if there's ever a year for it, it's going to be now. And Ryan Frost and his Century Diamondbacks, if anybody could do it, it's going to be them on their home floor, the Snake Pit, coming up on Wednesday night. Up north, a huge 5A Inland Empire League matchup. It's Coeur d'Alene at Post Falls. This should help paint a clear picture within the league for two of the early favorites as the Vikings are currently 9-3 overall, 1-0 in the IEL with a win against Lake City. And non-league victories over Hellgate, Montana, Meade, Washington, Lakeland, Rogers and North Central out of Washington, and Big Sky, Montana. Post Falls is 10-6, 1-0 in the league with a win over Lewiston last week by a final of 65-58. Also on Friday, Hillcrest and Bonneville are slated for a rematch of what was a great first matchup earlier this season between the two. That game on December the 12th was won by a final of 73-70 to in overtime at Hillcrest. In small school basketball on Friday night, Salmon River takes on Garden Valley and Riggins between two teams who look to be towards the top of the long pin standings all season. So that'll be a ton of fun on Wednesday. Just a bunch of good games there. And some good games are also on the schedule in the boys' ranks for Saturday as well including Potlatch at Lapway, Snake River at Kimberly, 
Wallace at Genesis Prep, and Bora at Eagle. On the girls' side of things, it starts on Tuesday with Salmon River at Council, Middleton at Caldwell, Kimberly at Filer, and Madison at Highland. Really good games on Tuesday. Then on Thursday, the top two teams in the current 4ASIC standings are going to go against each other in Middleton as the Vikings, 14-2, 10-1 in the SIC, host Bishop Kelly, 12-3 overall and 9-1 in conference play. Also that same night, South Fremont is at Teton and another Thursday game that should be fun to follow down in the 3A classification. And on Saturday, a couple more big 3A matchups, Timberlake at Bonners Ferry at 6 p.m. and Homedale at Fruitland at 7.30. Our broadcast schedule has us at eight games this week. As uh, you know, as the season goes on, you can really just circle all the games as they're going to be real good ones starting on Tuesday, the 15th. Bishop Kelly girls at CUNA. Then Kimberly and Filer, that's girls basketball as well, and Middleton at Caldwell. So that's a triple header of girls basketball, and it's all sandwiched around the Columbia at Middleton boys basketball game that we alluded to earlier. On Thursday the 17th, we've got Bishop Kelly at Middleton Girls Basketball. Friday the 18th, a doubleheader, North Fremont at Ryrie Boys Basketball and Ridgeview at Nampa, also a boys basketball matchup. On Saturday, a lone standalone game, Snake River at Kimberly. That game tips off at 4 o'clock. So lots to look forward to this week in Idaho high school basketball. As you talked about the media poll earlier, just so much parity, it seems like, throughout the classifications this season. It, this may very well uh, be the least obvious that it has been in the last three or four years as far as who we think is going to come out and be victorious. And that's a credit to those teams that have won back-to-back state championships and won three in a row in the case of Preston. There's just been some real dominant teams. And even in the case of Preston this year, they've got a phenomenal chance to go out there and make it four in a row. As you take a look at the Preston Indians, what a job that they've done to come and rebound from losing Braden Parker to graduation. And somehow, the Indians are still sitting in the top five all season. They're still getting just massive wins. They beat Rigby earlier this year. And, you know, you look at it, and the Preston Indians are 14-1. And, uh, you know, that's within a great Basin 10 conference that features teams like Minico at 12-1, Twin Falls 11-2, and Century at 9-4. Even below that, teams like Pocatello, Burley, Mountain Home, uh, they've been tough as well at points this year. So not a whole lot of gimme games in what is one of the largest conferences in the state of Idaho. Well, we mentioned earlier we wanted to give out some performances of the week this week. Uh, Boys basketball, it was really easy for us as Amaro Lotto with 42 points, including the game-winning free throws with three-tenths of a second left against Bishop Kelly, gave the Falcons a 76-74 road win last Friday. That improved Valley View to 5-2 in the 4A SIC where they sit and a four-way tie for second place. Lotto has received offers from schools such as the College of Southern Idaho, Chipola College, Dawson College, Northeastern, and Central Wyoming. After breaking the single-game scoring record earlier this year with 40 for Valley View, Lotto one-upped himself with a 42 on his birthday, no less, as that was quite a way to celebrate for Lotto. Valley View will no doubt be a team nobody wants to play come late February and if they can make it into March. On the girls' side of things, Maddie Johnson of Ryrie is our performance of the week for girls' basketball. She put up 35 of her own, which is a single-game high for and a 56-50 win over Firth 
Johnson and the Bulldogs now sit at 13-4, and 5-0 in the Nuclear Conference with just three conference games to go, including a big finale on January the 25th at West Jefferson, a team that Ryrie beat handily earlier this season as the Panthers were without star Jordy Holdaway in that one. So Amaro Lotto of Valley View and Matty Johnson of Ryrie are our basketball performances of the week here this week. Well, glad you could join us again for episode 14 of the Idaho Sports Prepcast presented by Project Filter. We'll release episode 15 coming up next Monday. Until next time, so long, everybody, and have a great day.